Welcome to the Social Archive. Out of the many things that separate us from animals, love is one of the most notable. We are communal beings that are uniquely hardwired to love and be loved. From family to friendships to romantic relationships, we are constantly reminded that we are set apart to experience love. And there's so much evidence that shows how obsessed human beings are with the idea of love, romanticism, and marriage, starting with our TV shows and movies. From The Bachelor to Love Island to 90 Day Fiance, of course, Bridgerton, we have this infatuation with finding the one. I can almost relate being in my 20s to being in a game of Temple Run. So basically, it's like it's like this, right? So the ultimate goal of Temple Run is to, I don't even know if there's a goal of Temple Run, it's just to make it as far as you can. And that's kind of like the game of love for me. So the ultimate goal and the prize at the end of the goal, assuming that this game of Temple Run has a prize, is to find the one. So along the way, you're navigating uh, through this jungle and then... You have to cross the bridge of emotional unavailability. Um, Maybe you're swimming through a river of your own tears. And then you have to make your way through the unpleasant, disgusting swamp that is the modern dating pool. And then just when you feel like you have a handle of the game and you feel confident enough to make a leap over, let's call it the, the ledge of love. You realize that you don't have enough momentum to make it over that ledge and then you drop and then you have to restart the game. And if there's anybody I have this conversation with regularly, it's definitely my best friend, Jessica. So let's give her a quick call. Hey, Jessica. Hey, it's me back again with another video. (laughs) Yeah. I went to go see her in Houston last summer, and as it usually does, our conversation pivoted into the conversation of love. The conversation starts with us discussing how our idea of love has changed from childhood to now. We realize that loving yourself internally doesn't always translate to being loved. I guess like for me, growing up, love was not the biggest concept to me. I don't even know if I fully realize what love is because... I think part of it was assuming that I can't really love anybody because like I naturally didn't assume that people love me back. Let's say like because obviously as a kid, you don't know what love is. Right. And so most of it was just crushes, little petty crushes here and there. But I don't really think I even had crushes or even felt any type of emotional. Different like, way. Yeah. Or super different. Maybe maybe much later, maybe like high school, I would say. But maybe when I was younger as a kid. I don't think that I like people or had crushes on people, mostly because I wasn't assuming that people had a crush on me back. And I don't know what kind of weird, weird trauma <laughs> that this stemmed from. Let's talk it's about not like it. I was insecure about myself. I mean, of course, every little girl has her insecurities. And I've definitely grown as a person since then. I mean, I was in elementary school. But 
yeah, I just assumed that people wouldn't like me back. So I never really liked anybody. And I never really think of, I never really thought of guys or love or love. any yeah. of those concepts. Well, let's talk about it. So you didn't think people liked you. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Not that I was insecure. I like the way I look, but it was like, I don't really look like what are these? You, uh, like we didn't look, other, we didn't grow up looking like what you saw on TV or grew up looking like what or was the music desired. videos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right now is just when chocolates, chocolates, chocolate queen, yo, I'm a black African queen. queen. Yes, mm-hmm. from the Nubian. Oh, <laughs> that Nubian queen. Get out of my face with that, please. <laughs> That's not. It. It didn't really start until like recently. That stuff didn't start to recently. So growing up, it was just like small insecurities. For you guys that can't see me, I have braces now, so I had hella crooked teeth when I was younger. I also like had like super minor insecurities like regarding my skin, but with like colorism and stuff and you know, Nigerians Nigerians is a community bleach. So of course that I, I'm sure seeing you know. other Nigerians within the community bleach doesn't make you feel good about yourself. So that society has set the standard of beauty as beautiful lighter, yeah lighter complexion even though we're a nation of dark-skinned people like, yeah. <laughs> like i mean nigeria's could be mixed but nigeria has a lot of mixes but on the on the on the grand scheme, the of, grand things, scheme of things we are, we are black darker, we're black people we are darker than other people from other parts of the world so yeah you have much deeper variation in your skin tone so i feel like that assumption as well could be a reason Ooh, let's talk about <laughs> that's a whole nother concept growing up in America as an African child and people would already outcast you because you're African. If you didn't really like me, then why would I be liking yeah. you? Yeah. Am I the only one who feels like I don't like someone unless they like me first? Cause it's like, I feel safe. Like I feel safe enough to see. I didn't really think of that Yeah, when I was, because I never acted on any of my crushes. In an attempt to unravel what love even is, we start with our childhood crushes. The ultimate question we were trying to answer is how did our experiences with affection when we were younger shape our ideas of love as adults? I don't even think the word love ever crossed my mind growing up. Mm, when did you feel like you even started thinking about it? I feel like getting on to the next stage that was middle school when i had my first real crush yeah <laughs> and i had that crush from middle school to high school that one person like all of middle school all of high school literally all of middle school all i'm of talking high like i don't know this <laughs> one person <laughs> but that was obviously stupid because i didn't act on that either mm-hmm. they didn't act on that either but how it started was i didn't even like the person you know this. I did not like the person. They were literally just my friend at school. We would take classes together and like laugh in class. Mm-hmm. And then a group of girls was like, they just saw us laughing in class. They're like, oh, Jessica's hanging out with this boy. And all of a sudden there was rumors that, oh, Jessica and what's his name? A. We'll call him A. <laughs> Jessica and A. Or Jessica likes A. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't. A is just my friend. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the next gym class, he was avoiding me. And I was like, why is he but avoiding me? Told him. 
yeah it was a rumor in a whole middle school and he started avoiding me because he thought now that i liked him you know i don't like you then all of a sudden i started liking him because everyone was putting in my head that jessica you like him i'm like no he was just my friend Mm -hmm. but now that he's avoiding me i kind of miss his company (laughs) so now i like him (laughs) he's avoiding me so now i like him that's our problem that's our problem (laughs) i'll just tell you a story about how i started to really think about love um so basically i i guess i had somewhat of a relationship um from college going into high school well no 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 from high school going into college um and we had i guess we dated for about three years and long distance and um it like during the course of our relationship it was just it was just a very toxic situation and um towards the end something happened and then the next day I was like like we should talk about our relationship I don't think this is going in the direction that we want it to go and then in the beginning of us being together he was he was more interested in me than I was yeah he was like very like caring very lovey-dovey and I well heart eyes heart eyes love yeah. struck love struck <laughs> no like I knew that he really cared for me and that goes back to me liking people that like me first and I knew that he really cared for me so I was like okay I can okay I can I can do this I can do this he cares for me like okay I can guarantee that my heart won't be broken lies from the pit of hell <laughs> exactly since he liked me first at first he really liked me more than I liked him or to the extent that he, he probably loved me more than I don't know. <laughs> she used the L word. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I would say that that relationship kind of gave me a taste of what I think love of what yeah. I think love is. I still don't know if I fully know what love is, but we did used to say, "Oh, I love you" to each other. I knew that there was an intense feeling towards this person that I've never had towards anyone else before. So, with the framework of where my head was around surrounding love, like never really having experienced it. That was what... That was love for you. Exactly. At that, the time. Yeah, at the time, that was what, what, what love was for me. And so, eventually, I did start to, you know, ha- reciprocate those feelings towards him. But when that thing happened, I was like, we need to talk about the state of our relationship. He basically ghosted me. And that was when I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, he was so... Like, him being that distant with me made me even more obsessed with him it's a problem like it's not like i have daddy issues to the extent that i should be her father is in her life i should be this my my father is very much so in my life i should be this obsessed with somebody that is this distant it's distant it's the distance you know the the saying that's like distance makes the heart grow fonder it's something about that absence or something about you not wanting me Mm -hmm. after i like you already Mm mm-hmm it kind of drives me crazy. Hello, like wow, you actually don't like this you babe. You don't like this babe. This I'm sweet thing. I'm the best thing that ever happened. Okay, to better than white on uh, white on rice kind of thing. Uh, the best thing since rice or something since like that. Sliced bread. Since sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> you get the gist though. The best thing since white on rice. <laughs> No, he was on you like white on ri- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. rice, but then Rose reversed. Yeah. What is it? I know, I feel like other ladies can relate. Something about a guy sh- like showing you that he wants you. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it just switches randomly. Yeah. It just makes you start thinking. Yeah. But 
I'm going to say all of this just to say that we have changed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're not the people we used we to were be. Not the peop- we were not the same girls from, what, this is high school, college, early college days. It's definitely, we're definitely, definitely not the same girl. I don't even know that girl. Because I started, like, I knew what the feeling of craving that level of attention or, like, mm-hmm craving that like I I like being wanted like I think Mm -hmm. that's like if an if the closest thing to an addiction that I have really (laughs) is probably like I love being loved like I love being wanted let's talk about that yeah and so so you wanted to be wanted I I was like I just wanted to even if I even if I didn't feel as strongly but what this was like during college, because now we're past. Yeah, so past we're past college. our I mean, relationship. I guess past that. This relationship. is yeah, past that relationship. We're in college, like mm-hmm. almost out of college at this mm-hmm. point. And now you've already experienced what? that feeling of, of love, love and attention that is, is that like intense feeling. Like right. to me, that's what it was like having it, such an intense feeling for, for somebody. Someone. Um, and obviously knowing that I care for thinking about that person more than I think about myself throughout the day. I guess to answer the question from like the intro. That is what love was to me. Like, if you're constantly on my mind and I and I care more about you than I care for myself sometimes, because I'm the type of person that will inconvenience myself for the sake of others. That's how I know I'm capable of loving you when I, well, I, I do things for you. For you. Like, yeah, that acts of service. Even at the detriment of, me, of myself. Yeah. Um, oh, that's good. Because now that you've said it, I can, I kind of, because I never... At that point, I still didn't know mm-hmm. what love was. I couldn't tell you if I've ever loved someone before. Mm-hmm. We'll get to there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to there. Yes. Yeah. So going into craving that feeling of love, I feel like I I feel like that kind of catapulted like my dating life, like actually really mm-hmm. dating because high school was not really dating. Like that was my childhood friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. So now you've experienced that that feeling, that mm-hmm. intense feeling. So you wanted it again because it was an, it's a nice feeling. Exactly. Oh, it's, it's like this is good. I yeah. like this. Yeah. Even though ooh, it can go south, and yeah. when it goes south, it be hurting. Yeah. But but I especially like I said I especially like it when someone likes me first, mm-hmm. or like someone I know that someone cares for me, which is kind of how I approach other relationships. Like I still was in that mindset that I'm kind of hard to love. You know what I mean? Um, mm. not like not because not as strong as before, but like um, I don't. Yeah, I didn't feel strong that strongly about it as I did in the past. But like, if somebody likes me, but I, you you I you kind of give them. Mm-hmm. It's like the eggs are in their their hands. The eggs are in their hand, and so like going into my like second relationship, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was that was kind of the premise of that relationship. Obviously, I care for that person. Still do care for that person. We talk all the time, but um. In in order to get to a point where I can put myself in compromising positions for you, I have to know that you're worthy of, of that. Like, yeah. I, I have to know that I'm comfortable being vulnerable enough around you. Which is low-key not a, ba- a bad thing. Yeah. Like, do you deserve this love? Yeah, like, do you deserve that? that? Like, she's I'm not capable gonna, of giving. I'm not going to do that for anybody, but I will say that, like, I'm a, like, I like people. I like people in general. So, like, when I find people that... I obviously gravitate towards. I would do that for them too, but that's how I know that I'm capable of loving that person. Mm. Not to say that I love everybody, everybody that comes in and out of my life. <laughs> everybody that loves you, she loves exactly. <laughs> so going into college, 
<laughs> so okay, so past high school, I've still never been in a relationship. I promise you, me and my me and my high school friends sat down in the library studying one day, and we made a joke. We were just like, as soon as we, literally none of us had been in a relationship at this point, we we're just like, when we get into college, the first guy we see that we like, boom, it's that's my you. man, that's my boyfriend, and I'm we re- I really. I really thought that when I got to college, I was going to find my husband and I was going to marry this man after college. In the back of my mind and in all the movies I've ever seen, if you go to college, you're going to find a boyfriend. And you guys are going to take it from there. And I promise you that's how I thought. I actually entered college and that feeling disappeared. (laughs) Because like I had, I met a lot of people. I met a lot of, sorry, the, the school I went to was a PWI. And my type, I yeah, my is, type was not there. My my type, <laughs> it already shortened my, uh, my Options. pickings. <laughs> yeah, my pickings were slim, very slim. But also, yeah, I was surrounded because the pickings were slim, and there's other black beautiful ladies in my school with few black men in the school the black men were on rotation mm. <laughs> <laughs> they were on rotation He's and like, that's you do you have him on monday or uh, Tuesday? exactly <laughs> that's what it was giving and i'm sorry i'm not that kind of a person but also the kind of person i'm not yeah i i'm cool with just being friends but that's how i grew up in high school like let's just be friends mm-hmm. because hello you, sh- and you should know how to be friends with men men know how to be friends with women <laughs> let's, let's just be friends but yeah i really before college, I was like, I'm going to go to college and find my husband. Entered college, and my husband was not there. So I exited college without my husband or a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but throughout the way. Like God, I thought. God, I thought you. I didn't even, I didn't even ask God. I literally <laughs> did not even ask God. It was just like love. I mean, I, I, you see people in relationships throughout college. Yeah. And everyone not. In my in my case, not a lot of people were in relationships because yeah. of the type of school I went to. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't hard for me to be like, wow, everyone else is in a relationship. I should get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Relationships were not the thing. It was more of like people were messing around with each other. And it's like, ew, people are getting heartbroken. I don't want that for yeah. myself. So <laughs> I'm going to chill. Big chill. And that was easy. However, I was more on the wave of, Jessica, you're getting older and you've never been on a date. Let's do that. So I made a bucket list for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I literally made a bucket list for myself. I was like, Jessica, you just turned. I remember it was junior year. I just turned 21. And on my 21st birthday, which is my birthday is right when school starts. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jessica, you need to go on a date when you're 21. And kid you not, the next week I went on my first date. <laughs> and then that's how basically college went. Mm. And then I, I mean, the guy was, he's a nice guy, but obviously we went on one or two dates and it didn't work out i don't really know how to say it didn't work out it's like he was cool like we could be friends but also because i made that decision it's not like i liked you Mm -hmm. i wanted to go on a date so i went on a date okay this is just the part of my bucket list. this is part of my bucket list this was not love (laughs) that's been crossed off what's next (laughs) what's next and i'm sorry to say i was that girl but that's kind of messed up how my mindset was with i was like i didn't think of love I really didn't, and I've 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 had crushes as we've said before. I've yeah. I've like I've know the feeling of like ooh butterflies liking someone, yeah. but like that wasn't. I hadn't had that feeling in a long time. Yeah. So and I didn't have a problem with not having that feeling. Mm-hmm. And then 
I graduated college. <laughs> After that, that was the only boy I talked to. Yeah, gra- honestly, all of college. Honestly, graduated college with no one in my friend group having being uh, in relationships. Literally, my entire yeah. friend group, all of us were single. We're all single. I mean, maybe one person was like in or two people were in mm-hmm. situationships that were like tragic, and you were seeing like, mm-hmm. "Get out, sis. We'll help you get out. <laughs> Praying for you." <laughs> but like, it wasn't a cute sight. But like, yeah, we were all single. Yeah, and. And it was normal. It was the norm. Yeah, it was the norm. It was the norm. So, and who's talking about love? No one was loving anyone. After the break, we discuss our current love lives and realize that we have a lot of unlearning to do regarding love. <laughs> Look, if y'all are trying to sponsor me, you can sponsor me for real. But no, this wasn't a real ad break. I just thought it'd be fun, something funny to do because I'm not a serious person. But didn't it feel kind of natural, like a natural transition? Now imagine if I actually had sponsors. But anyways, let's get back into the episode. Yeah, transitioning out of college. Nobody in your life to say this is my lover. <laughs> this is my lover yo so now we're now we're out of college crying but um yeah we're out of college now we're women we are women we've been women (laughs) we've been women but now we're post-grad we're actually adulting yeah would you say that this year is the year that we have both grown a lot about we've grown up yes. dating and like okay approaching so approaching a place where we know what we, we want, want in terms of love yes 100 percent. so now okay so both of us we're we've moved out from our college yeah. towns we're both in new cities yeah and literally a year ago we both moved yeah a year ago we both started i started grad school she started grad her school. yeah grad school yeah. and new city mm-hmm. we're trying to meet new people yeah. we are now cognizant that we're getting older and we would mm-hmm. like to be in a relationship yeah. or find this potential husband or and like having known what it's like to be in a relationship i'm like dang i miss that she misses but, it but <laughs> like no longer am i kind of i don't i don't kind of just take whatever comes to me thank you jesus <laughs> i'm just very she, I'm very aware and she knows what she wants. Intentional. She's not gonna take any Tom, Dick, and Harry that likes her. Exactly. But I wouldn't say that that was what was happening a year ago. That also wasn't what was happening <laughs> a year ago. But yeah. multiple people like you, so now you have to pick who not you like. Necessarily like. I I I I have tunnel vision, and I have. Mm. I'm convinced I have ADHD. I can't be. My attention cannot be split. <laughs> How you have tunnel vision and ADHD? I don't know. ADHD is like, <laughs> you're everywhere. <laughs> I, she on an Adderall. <laughs> I guess I don't. Okay, okay, okay. I would say that I have tunnel vision. Okay. So, like, I am... Focused. Foc- I'm always, like, I'm very focused on one person. Like, I can't. I can't oh, be like, yeah. well, with too, with too we, but we've known that for a long time, even before yeah. relationships or anything. It's just like, I don't understand how people can, can be talking to, to multiple people. people at one time. Yeah. But yeah, the, so transitioning out of um, college. Um, yeah. Let me tell you about when I turned that special age of 24. That was, I moved to H-Town, Houston. Shout out. Woo, woo, woo. I moved to Houston when I was 23, right? Mm-hmm. right before I st- well to start grad school mm-hmm. 
And honestly, when I knew I was moving to a new city, I was like, yes, like I'm going to be in a new city with people I do not know and they do not know me mm-hmm. and they don't know my family yeah. and my family does not know them so I can date. So I, as I do with my bucket stupid list <laughs> that That's I've stupid. now thrown away because I've had enough of, I've had enough of experiences that I think could last me a lifetime. Yeah. But um, yeah, I started going on dates and like I met people. I was honestly just trying to meet people, but like, ooh, I was anything, learning. Anything stood out. Anything that stood out? Yeah, like in that experience, like During, anybody stood out. Oh, anybody? <laughs> You're trying to get there. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think I. Okay. Ooh, we're getting there. <laughs> How do I say this? Yeah. So there was this one particular body <laughs> that stood out to me. Body. <laughs> um. We'll we'll call him K. Yeah, K stood out to me and. Honestly, beforehand, you know, when you're talking to your girls, talking about like what you like in a guy, Mm -hmm. I like them to look like this. I like them to have this background. I like them to have um, this profession or at least be a college graduate because Mm -hmm. hello, I'm I'm past that. I met this human being on through. um, We'll say social media. We met this body. (laughs) And yeah, we started talking. And okay, I met this person with my friend i met him in with the comfort of being around my friend i feel i feel like i'm a little bit more weird with strangers Mm -hmm. because you don't know that person Mm -hmm. but then when your friend is in town and you're just meeting people you feel a bit more comfortable would you say that that is the closest experience you've had to love i feel like that's the only romantic relationship i've ever had in my life i can't say if it was love though i don't think it was love okay but it was a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. I definitely liked the person a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> the only person I would say I've liked, even like I'm looking back at like I've been heartbroken before, yeah. you know, through that high school, middle school situation. Situation, <laughs> but um, yeah, this is this is adulthood. You know, this yeah. is like it was more real. Yeah, it felt more real. It felt more real. It felt more. And we're not the type of girls to just date just to date. Clearly, you hear women, my story. Like this date. one, one story. <laughs> like, we, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't date just to date. So, like, um, it was with this person. It was, it was like intentional for it was me. Like, I like exactly. Like, you liked aspects of this person that you saw. I like a, a lot partner. about this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you saw in a potential partner. Yes. Um, would you say that like this person is like somebody I know that I'm capable of loving because I know that I like all of these aspects about them? So for me, it was, yeah, I liked a lot of aspects about this person. And in my head, I was like, this person is someone I'm capable of loving. Like this is, this would be, this would be easy mm-hmm. if there was something I could get past. And I think that was if they loved me more than I like them. Um, so you also prefer that guys like you first initially or like you more than you like them, period, <laughs> period, like, <laughs> like the entire course like of the you. relationship or like initially. I mean, the feelings are always going to grow mm-hmm. in at least at least initially. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to figure out a way to word this where it's like, yes, this person like me. Mm hmm. But I need more. I need more. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Period. I just needed more. Okay. I don't and know. That's if, that's yeah. a lesson. <laughs> yeah, I just needed that's more. That's a lesson to learn about what you need from love. I would like to say that this relationship or whatever you would call it, mm-hmm. it was long distance, so mm-hmm. it's understandable that I couldn't get more. Mm-hmm. But I needed more. Okay. So for me, it's weird because at this age, a lot like women have been planning their marriages since childhood or like women will think about those things since childhood. Marriage is not on my mind like ever. I know companionship is something that I crave and something that I, I really want. And so I think that's how I kind of approached dating like this past year um not really dating and and not not really dating for marriage but dating dating just to feel wanted in a way which Mm -hmm. which has been kind of an issue um so would you say that some of the people you've been in relationships although you feel comfortable in their like the companionship is there. Mm-hmm. They're not someone you would get married to. Exactly. Even like when my did two you start, So when did you start thinking about marriage? Why did I you really, start thinking about marriage? Why did I start thinking about yeah. marriage? Maybe because like I have friends <laughs> who have been proposed to. <laughs> who oh. are getting proposed to. Like friends of mine are like getting married. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa. We're still children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are having kids yeah, and getting married. Kids. That's what? crazy. I don't think I have any friends personally that are getting married. I have I've I have a couple and I've seen people our age that I went to high school. I still think I'm too young. Yeah. Like ideally I would I'm gonna get married. Mm -hmm. Like I want to get married and I I'm that intentional where I wouldn't date someone. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't see myself with long term to get married. Yeah. However, not now. One specific situation. Honestly, this is closest. After my first relationship, this was the closest I felt to really having such intense feelings for somebody. Mm. Like, never in my that life. That post-grad love. That post, it's not even love. It was just like, honestly, Ooh. it was probably infatuation. But Oh, that's a better word. Yeah. I remember I remember really thinking about where I was, especially with this person, and then texting you. Like, I feel like I, I know now why, like, nothing is working. Like, to an extent, I feel like I'm making relationships my god. Instead of like uh, putting God at the forefront of my relationships, I was hyper focused because, like, at that point that I started transitioning and thinking more about marriage, mm-hmm. I started like making the concept of wanting to be in a relationship my God. Not that I was hopping into relationships or anything, I still have not been in that many relationships at all. Not really, at all. But I started making the idea of relationships my God instead of like inviting God into the relationship. If that makes sense. Um, Honestly, Mm -hmm. I feel like I relate. Sometimes when, well, throughout this year of dating and meeting people, I haven't asked God for nothing. Like, I never asked God if, yeah, I've never prayed for my husband. I've never asked God if that person I'm talking to, I'm supposed to actually be talking to them Mm -hmm. or if I need to run. Because, hello, God, you could have told me to run (laughs) a few minutes ago. But, um, yeah, I put God in my life and everything yeah but then when it came to to relationships like all right i got this one (laughs) right i i got it from here (laughs) clearly not as you see you know what it is i think like even when i was younger i felt like 
I had, I would call it the spirit of discernment. Some people can like, I can read your vibe. You know, mm-hmm. I would say the spirit of discernment. I can, I'll know if I, if I meet you off of fir- like first grip, if we could be friends, mm-hmm. like, a f- like maybe a few conversations, a few words, mm-hmm. or like just being in the same room with you, I can mm-hmm. tell if we could be friends or not. Mm-hmm. That's how I've been since like school days. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like I don't really like their vibes. So I don't really talk to them. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that's how I could take relationships as well. Like I meet this person and it's like, it's vibes. They're cool. Like I like hanging out with them. They're fun. Yeah, so that does not mean you need to, that does not mean you, exactly. That does not mean you're equally yoked, <laughs> <laughs> equally equipped to be in a relationship with this person just because they're cool to hang out with or something like that. Yeah. I would say that, I would say that with the situation that I was in, I honestly i was like that that situation was really cloudy i i didn't i wasn't even really sure about how the whole thing yeah but like i think it happened how really, much that person liked me back so it was yeah, really scary it was weird it was like, different for you it was different for me it like, wasn't like he liked you a lot first exactly. so then you were like it was a complete yeah it was like 360 it was, it was it started with me and i was just like wow. this doesn't happen the pressure is getting i'm wesa. liking you and you don't like me first huh whoa whoa the pressure whoa yeah tables have turned exactly and so this is different it's very it was very different for me do you feel like that's why you kept doubting and second guessing the whole relationship yeah because he didn't because it wasn't like previous situations where they Mm. they really they really liked you they made it very known that they were interested in me okay and so in one aspect i was comfortable but another aspect i was like really uncomfortable because i was just like i don't even know what i don't know where we stand like i don't know where i stand with him like and I don't want to. I don't want to put myself out there just to be served breakfast. Ha! Huh. I know. Okay. Some some listeners are Nigerian. Sir, being served breakfast means that you're getting your heart broken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, On fresh diner. <laughs> Fine china. Yeah, I'm a regular. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bruncher. <laughs> Sunday Sunday. <laughs> Sunday fun day. <laughs> Uh, I don't eat breakfast anymore. I only go out for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But yeah. And dinner yeah. takes a little bit more more to plan. Okay. You, know? you get dressed. You look cute. <laughs> you make reservations. Yeah, there's, honestly, there's more dinner options. So. Exactly. There's, I don't, I don't there's starters, what, entrees. I don't know where this analogy is going. <laughs> I don't know, but... We're taking but time. We're taking, we're our taking time. time. All that uh, yes. <laughs> Versus the breakfast is one and done. And we already knew we were having exactly. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you not already learn? Did you not already? You, you knew. eat eggs for breakfast. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. <laughs> we knew from the start. Yeah. yeah. I guess to close this off, what do you feel like you've learned in this past year? About, so, wow. Or okay. where, where do you feel like you want to be? Like, Honestly, I loved. Okay, I would honestly say I've learned this 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 past year has been literally the only year I've dated, mm-hmm. and honestly, I would say it was the worst year of my life. <laughs> well, you've learned a lot. It was the worst and most interesting and most fun yeah. year of my life. Like I wouldn't say it was worse. Like I don't regret anything. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was a learning experience yeah. and learning growing pains. You know. Mm-hmm. There's things that I've learned that I like in 
a person mm-hmm. and a human being and in a body set your standards <laughs> a body in a body set, set a standards and stick to them yeah set, a, set your set your standards and stick to them is and, what i've learned yeah um and sometimes those standards might change don't have unrealistic standards but like be intentional like enjoy your single season enjoy your single i like see me coming from single season for a all of my life mm-hmm. going into relationships and dating or whatever i realized that being single is so much freeing it's liberating mm-hmm. it's you have your brain works like your your mind is not clouded by someone else's well like well-being as mm-hmm. you said like you know you love someone when you kind of put them before yourself a mm-hmm. little bit like mm-hmm. you, there's extent there's levels to this However, yeah, I would say I relate to that in a sense. Let, I never talked about how I knew I liked that person a lot. I wouldn't say it was love, mm-hmm. but I liked that person a lot because I wouldn't be inconvenienced really by like you things that I wouldn't do. Right. Mm-hmm. Things I wouldn't do for someone else. I'd be like, I would offer to do it mm-hmm. and be like, I'm just glad to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> another thing that I learned you can pray about anything you could pray about your relationships oh yeah and honestly that's something that i've tried to do more often i would honestly say this year of dating <clears throat> has brought me closer to god like yeah. after getting out of those <laughs> that turn you know when you go through a little a little a little it's heartbreak so yeah which is unfortunate yes a little a little your heart is feeling some type of way i don't know i would say my true love is jesus <laughs> At the you end of the day, women need to stop doing that. You cannot doing marry Jesus. I've married him. <laughs> I've married Jesus. Thank you. you. Jesus' Jesus's wife, Jessica. No, man. Man, like, honestly, honestly, the peace that I have now is great because mm, these streets are streeting. And I like to, I don't even like being on a sidewalk anymore. I was on the sidewalk, I was barely dating, <laughs> dipping my toes in the water. Yeah, but you can't find your husband in your house. <laughs> I can't find my husband in my house. I'll be asking God how he's going to drop my husband in front of my, my door. Stork. Yeah, he's going br- to... <laughs> baby boy. Bring him... <laughs> <laughs> bring him through Stork. <laughs> we, honestly, truly, we don't know what love is. At the end That's of the day... Conclusion. Conclusion. <laughs> we don't know what love is. Um, I don't know what love is, but I know what love is not. Eh, preach. <laughs> and... Yeah. It's not feeling like, dejected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not feeling um, a sense of negligence from the other person. Me, I don't like to think honestly when exactly. I'm talking. I don't want to. Th- exactly. I don't want to think when I'm dealing with someone. Exactly. Don't make me overthink. Don't the even. Don't stress me. Do not stress me. As soon as I feel stressed, soft life. Hashtag yeah. soft life. Yeah. Soft girl. Yeah yeah (laughs) for life you guys are just taking into kind of like a snippet of our daily conversations (laughs) literally (laughs) i hope this makes sense to you guys because we know what's going on (laughs) all right thank you guys for listening and until next time bye i realized that this episode focused primarily on romantic love And the other episode also focuses on romantic love, just because that's how things happened. 
But I will say that most of my experiences with love were as a result of my close female friendships and my family. For example, with my friendship with Jessica, for us, love is non-judgmental. Love is intentional. And love is choosing to actively show up for another person in whatever capacity that that might look like. Again, thank you for listening to The Social Archive. Please share with me your thoughts on this episode and share this episode with a loved one. As always, if you made it this far into the episode, I love you.